Blues beaten again, this time at the hands of the Melbourne Football Club, who inflict another loss and consign us to a three-win, six-loss start to the 2021 season. Thanks for joining us on the Blue Baggers podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by a very forlorn Andy. Hello, Chris. Andy, you're as flat as a tack. Yeah, a bit over it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you're even uh, getting words out at the moment because you are very, very flat. Yeah, I would have, um, do you know what, a lot of other things I prefer to be doing than this podcast in a way because I'm sick of talking about Carlton, how we've been the last couple of weeks or a couple of years. They're a hard team to follow and do a podcast mm. yeah, for. Yeah, it's tough. We find ourselves, yeah, repeating ourselves week in, week out yep. and not a whole lot of joy so far for this season. And for you know quite a few years as it is, but alas, here we are giving it a crack yep. again. Oh. Get into it. I don't think it's going to be a terribly long show. No, no. We'll uh, we'll move through it pretty quickly. Well, we did last week: glass half full, glass half empty, to kind of try and find um, the, the the variance of. We need to find the silver lining across, and across the, the broad you know, spectrum. Our, our supporters are they can be very half full. And that can be very, very half empty. So I think it's a probably good way to, to do this game. So maybe you can do the full because I'm, I'm certainly not doing it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a crack. And yeah. we've got to try to uh, bring in some you know, positive vibes and some optimism. You can do that. So I'll try my best. If we go glass half full, yep. first positive I've got is there were no Ling or Darcy commentating the game. That's yep. got to be... That's huge. Yeah, glass yep. half full. <laughs> Um, See, that's, that's how, if that's how you have to kick it off, that's pretty half. That's good. That's good. Right. We didn't have to deal with that. Come on. What about a Carlton one? <laughs> All right. We're beaten by an undefeated Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've still not been beaten by more than five goals in the past two seasons. Silvani will return and provide some much-needed effort. Newman got through his first or his return game. Martin may play this week, but either way, he's closing in on a return. Kemp will play his first game for the Blues in the reserves, we're told, uh, all barring any mishaps that way. Cripps has re-signed for four years. Yeah, we don't know how much for yet, do we? Not exactly, so we can't really assess that out. Good question, but um, there's got to be good news for a Carlton supporter base. There's been a lot of news. It's going to be reported Cripps. pretty soon, won't it? Yeah, it's surely. Gonna, it's going to be a huge talking point, especially so, after everything that's been discussed this yeah, year. Yeah, four it. years, good tenure. That takes him to 30, I think. And, you know, it's our co-captain. We wanted the bloke who's carried this team for but a I long thought, time. But I thought he was going to West Coast for Elliot Yeo. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Tom Brown. Anyway, and look, the last point I've got is the worm can turn very quickly in football. And you know, we could build some momentum starting with a good win over the Hawks. Things can turn around fairly quickly yep. if you get a bit of momentum heading your way. I'm starting to feel a bit better about... A little bit. That's, that's, I actually am. You make, you make me feel a bit better about it. That's as good as I've got. Yep. Now, let's let's flip this. And if you're going to look at the yep. half our situation where we are at the moment with a glass half empty approach, yep. what are you hitting me with? I'm going to start off with Dave Cunningham injuring his knee in the opening few minutes of the game. It looks like a serious injury. That is a terrible blow for for him and a terrible blow to our club because I think Dave Cunningham, one of those players that really has been riddled with injury, he start started to really look good. We've seen those kind of breakout games from him and he might be one of the most unlucky guys at the club, which is, and there's a few it's unlucky a few ones. of them. He's yeah. not the only one there. His highs are good. 
and he was starting to build a bit more consistency, starting to feel like he belonged. Terrible timing for him, and at a time when we really need those clean players. Clean players uh, and speed, and another midfielder, because we're kind of really cr- crying out for that speedy midfielder. So we talked about some players coming back. That's yeah, a tragic that's a loss. Um, I mean, we're three and nine. Oh, sorry, we're three and six. Oh, yeah, you're looking at real half empty yeah, at the no, moment. We're three and six at the moment. So, I mean, we did this last week and I said, well, we're three and five. Now, well, now we're three and six. We're about to play a Hawthorne team that we probably say, oh, no, I'm not going to say it, but they're now coming off a loss to North Melbourne, which might be one of the worst things that could have happened to us where we're playing a... I know they're a different team to how they were when they were on their, you know, on their dynasty, but they've still got um, a pretty spiteful... Clarkson at the helm, and I don't think he'll uh, be wanting to... And mentally, they've got the edge over us. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hawthorne always have had the edge over us. Though we did beat... Did we beat him in the um, oh, NAB? Oh, was that in the... We'll oh, no, that was, no, that was Vesco, I think. Um, another... I mean... Get it out. Get it off your chest. I just think that we saw some, some players have good games... Half empty, I'm looking at some of these players just have not come along. The players who are in our best are players, you know, like, uh, you know, Cripps or a Doherty who should be playing, you know. Walsh, same thing. So high draft picks have been good and our imports have been good. These, you know, apart from Mackay, you'd argue that maybe our drafting just hasn't, it hasn't worked out at the moment because, you know, there were some really ordinary games and these players that we really needed. 18 to 22 or 16 to 22, that back-end players, they're just not good enough at the moment. And you're looking at glass half empty. We lose this one against Hawthorne. That's three and seven. Yep. Some tough games to come and a loss against Hawthorne. You know, where we're going to be mentally in terms of confidence and that, that could easily become three, nine. It could. Yeah, I might have just... That might be a bit of a foreshadow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did it early. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so, and also the style of football. Yeah, it's the same the style, old, same old. It's the same old, yeah. same old shit, to be honest. Um, it's the same football. We just, we're not clean. Uh, it's just disappointing. Is there a lot of heart? Um, we saw Stocker kick a goal. I didn't see a lot of players get around. I don't know. There's just, it, I watched the game. I was pretty flat. Melbourne looked a lot better than us, and that's no surprise. They are. You know, undefeated, for undefeated the year. nine games, um, and they're a really good team, but we just didn't look anywhere near it. And if we think we're finals, bound you come up against these kind of teams, there's not a chance we're gonna we're gonna do anything. We're not gonna make the finals. Uh, we're not making the finals at this point. Yeah, that's, that's half empty. We are not making absolutely, finals. absolutely. You can't see the coaching group we've got at the moment dragging us out of this slump either because we keep seeing the same thing week in, week out. And we know historically teams like Melbourne and St Kilda have the, the the longest drought since they've had the ultimate success. They put up um, something the other day and it was Carlton's well, up there. We're, 20, or something. we're 26, 26 years. Unbelievable. 26 years since we've seen yep. um, and, and what's that and 23 years since we've actually been in a grand final. Yep. We now display as a club that other clubs view as sort of pathetic in that run premiership drought. It's not good enough pathetic. for... for for a team like Carlton. that old Carlton is no. a long, long, long way away. Yeah, well, it's... I think we might have. I think we've lost that because it's not like we lost it for a it's few a years. Generation. We have not. We yeah, people that have grown up, you know, people that are under twenty five. What Carlton? You know, you remember going to school and you'd wear um on you know bring your footy jersey and you, and you wear a car and you're proud, especially at our age. We were anyway because we were could, under. You had a retort against every everyone. other. 
Yeah, exactly. Opposition like, supporter. Now, kids now, you'd be, you'd be. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different club. Yeah, yeah. Well, you won't have seen a premiership if you're under thirty. And you know, our, our our parents and that you know who they had the ultimate success with Carlton. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's no it's, good. It's, it's a really sad bad. state of affairs, but is, hopefully, yeah. when looking at that half glass half full approach, that you know the worm can turn. Oh, the worm hopefully, can. Of course, it can. We get yeah. some momentum. We get a few players coming back. Um, you've got things to look forward to if Kerno, you know, touch wood, overcome his injury, he comes in the later stage of the season. Um, you've got some opportunity there, but at the moment, yeah, it's and a lot had, of... And is injuries half full or half empty in terms of they're terrible for the club, but when you really look at our list and who's missing, we're missing a lot of good players. So in a way, that is a, a way to look at it half full because... But the half empty approach is a fact that we're getting a lot. And we said the same thing last year and yep. probably the year before. We can't get the good players out on the park. Yeah. And again, there's no sign that that's going to change or appears to be changing that much. We've got blokes out for the whole year. So, yeah. Anywho, look, let's just look at the game. Um, you know, we've just we've touched on it, but I just, watching the game, the difference to me, and you'll go through some stats, we'll highlight some, uh, some areas, but just. Yep. Our lack of football intelligence and composure really stood out to me in this game. Yep, fair enough. Melbourne are a better team at the moment yep. and probably are a better team in their development. As it is, red-hot form. Yep, give them credit. They played well. They did what they needed to do. But that really sort of signaled our, our lack of composure and just, I don't think we're a smart football team. Is that the players? Is that the coaches? Who knows? But too many times we, we played on to no advantage, um, you know, when we got a free kick, took a mark or so, and then when we, you know, got the free kick, we chose the wrong times to take the actual yep. advantage and we're caught and costly turnovers, you know, you, you've got the pill in your hands, you've got a chance to set up your forward thrust and uh, you, you turn it over by making stupid decisions yep. and it comes back and as we know, we're not great defending on the turnover. So that was something that really stood out to me. Again, we're talking about our forward line, you know, efficiency, we just kept bombing the ball in there. Harry Mackay went down, and I don't think we changed our game structure that much. We still sort of bombed it in there. We had no real tools. No. You've got Levi Casbolt, now to form Levi Casbolt playing down there. That's about it. You've got to change your play. There's no point in kicking it long, especially when you've got May and Lever down back that are going to intercept but, everything. And how is the comparison of seeing how well Melbourne defended to how easily we conceded goals? And I'll just... Touch on, I think it's five games this year. I think the opposition has conceded over 100 points against us. Melbourne scored 94 points. And I think Port Adelaide, the Port Adelaide game earlier the year, I think they might have been 94 or 96 points. So they weren't far off the mark. So that's almost seven teams that are getting close to 100. That we're conceding that we're 100 con- points. That we're conceding 100 points to the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, there's something. And, and imagine we didn't have Weedering and Jones. Yeah. It, the thought's pretty. We'd be in trouble. But yeah, yeah getting back. I mean, Melbourne, we know they've got two defensive pillars there. We know they can intercept. They can lock yeah. down one-on-one. They're a good, very good back line. And don't just bomb it in there. And it happened time after time. I mean, in the last quarter, Charlie Spargo from Melbourne, one of their smallest players, took mm-hmm. an uncontested mark. was it 10, 15 metres out from the goal line with our forwards just watching. That just should not happen. Yep. Botched goals in front of... Uh, botched uh, potential goals. I thought there were quite a... Yeah, you can't, can you botch a goal? No, no. Or botch a potential goal, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
we we had I mean, we were opportunities and just we weren't weren't clean. Yeah, we the ball was sat outside our sort of you know that ten fifteen meter mark, um, potentially with an open goal in hand. We fumbled, made the wrong decision, went left when we should have gone right, and cost ourselves there as well. So we just didn't take our opportunities when they presented, and not for the first time. I'll hit you with some stats from the game, things that stood out to me. We um, it, it was quite different to the Bulldogs game. This stat in terms of we got beaten in the hitouts forty seven to twenty six. Yet we're up in clearances thirty three to forty eight, and stoppage clearances thirty seven to twenty one. So a complete reversal. Complete reverse where we absolutely dominated the hitouts, but got beaten in the clearances against the dogs. So it's a complete reversal. But what were the clearances? The total clearances were thirty three to forty eight in Carlton's favour. In our favour. And the centre clearances, Melbourne were up by one, twelve to eleven. Okay, so even out of the centre. Well, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some credit handed there. I guess we talked about how important it was to get those um, clearances right and the yep. sort of uh, that stop stoppage play. And up against, you know, hitouts. We're up against the best, yep. second best ruckman in the game. Absolutely. Best, and, oh, he's the best ruckman. Yeah, and a good midfield too. So, yep. you know, credit there. They've put in work. We, we probably can't fault that too much. They probably weren't the cleanest um, clearances, you know, because from memory I wouldn't have thought we'd won. Because like the first half we were pretty good. But uh, yep. either way, again, it's that quality versus quantity there. But, you know... Here's a bit of quality versus quantity for you. 53 inside 50s to us, 52 to Melbourne. We had 19 shots on goal, they had 28. Yeah. That's the game. That's probably touches yep. on what we're talking about, is that delivery inside. Yep. And perhaps you know, a lot of that is we win the clearance, but uh, we bomb it forward and Melbourne has a player behind the ball or you know a very well-structured that way we play an extra man at the clearance. We're going to win the clearance, but uh, it's going nowhere or to no real advantage. Uh, and Mark's inside 50 is the, the other big one. Melbourne had 14, we had six. Again, just goes on what we're saying about yeah. not getting, you know, we're getting the ball in there, but we're not capitalising uh, in front of goal or taking the, you know, kicking smartly where we're in a position to mark. I think Mark's in a forward line are a true reflection of quality of ball being Absolutely. delivered there. Absolutely. But you also get a chance to steal some momentum too because you've got territory. You can go back. You can take your 30 seconds. It just gives you control, gives you composure, and you can sort of control it. Yeah, literally control the game a little bit better that way. So, Yeah, well, they're the ones that stood out for me, Chris. So, Yeah. I think they're quite... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think that's probably the difference, isn't it? Pretty it is, clear yeah. is that forward 50... Entry in whether you're blaming the forward line or the midfield. Yep. Probably a combination of both. And also, I think probably coaching structures, and as we've said, sort of bombing it forward, winning it at a clearance and just booting it around the side of your body isn't necessarily that effective. I'm going to give you... And you've got to remember, yeah, I mean, Mackay going down and Mackay being sort of clipped. And that was good, being I mean, he uh, he really played through it. Yeah. Or when you when your medical sub is is activated within five minutes of the first quarter. Mackay, he went down to the rooms a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and came back on, kicked, kicked three goals, so... Yeah, and solid performance from him, but he was completely underdone, yet they were still kicking it to him. Um, they probably should have looked up other targets, and he could have been used as more of a, a decoy that way. All right, Chris, I'm going to give you clip and clap. The premise, obviously, I'll read out a player's name, and you'll clip them if they had a poor game or a clap. I don't have much enthusiasm for this, but um, I'll give it a go. All right. We'll start off with uh, Captain Paddy Cripps. I'll give him a clap. Matt Owies. Clip. Doherty. Clap. Fogarty. Clap. Uh, Newman. Clap. Walsh. Clap. Betts. 
Clip. Uh, Ed Kerno. Clap. Mick Gibbons. Clip. Sard. Clap. Setterfield. Um, give him a clip. Uh, Levi Casbolt. Clip. Pitnet. Clip. Stocker. Clap. Cottrell. Clap. Mackay. Clap. Murphy. Clap. Zach, Zach Williams. Clap. Weedering. Clap. Cunningham. No, not fair. Jones. Clip. Yep. And Parks. Clap. Is that it? Please, please be done. And Lockie Plowman. Clip. Clap for Parks. Ooh. Oh, it's just uh, disposals aren't everything, but yeah, there are a couple of tough ones there. And a couple of in between games are probably three or four either way. Could have been reversed, but yeah. yeah. Not the ideal time to be clipping or clapping. It was a, it was a tough game. So what, did you do, what did you disagree with out of that? Uh, I disagree with Parks. What about Murphy? That was a tough one. Uh, that was a tough one. Did you clap him? Nine, I clapped him 19 and 1. Good Showed goal. some skill. Yeah. Yeah. But there weren't too many standout claps. No. And probably not that many standout clips either. I think we just had a whole yeah, it was lot a of mid-range, mid-range game, average right? games. So I think pretty fair. So who would you give the votes to? Going votes. I'm not even going near it this week, by the way. You, know, you don't I'm, want to do it, I'm do protesting. You? I'm not doing it this week. No? No. Um, I'm going to go the three to Doherty. Yep. Moved up to the midfield onto a wing. Thereabouts, he was pretty clean. That's been a bit played of a, him a bit more through the midfield. Absolutely they? did, yeah. And played Williams a bit more back. back. Is that something we're going to see? I think it probably will be. Yeah. I think until Williams gets his fitness base up, that's what they're going to have to yep. have to do. But again, he, he looked quite comfortable, Williams, in uh, some neat kicks to set us forward, which he hadn't been doing necessarily in well, the is, midfield. It's his, it's his position, butter, it? yeah. really, what it has been. So Doherty with a three. I thought he had a really good game, just ahead of Walsh, yep. who... Wasn't one of his best games of the year, but still was uh, good enough to get the two votes for me. And I'll throw Kerno in there for the one, and it's just a typical Ed Kerno game. And I thought in that last quarter he was really, really good. Yeah, I mean it didn't equate to anything. It was very hard for one person to do it, but he really tried to lift the team and put in a cracking fourth quarter. I think that's fair. I do find it interesting that we, you know, obviously lured Williams across with the promise to play him in the midfield a lot more, and we've always viewed Doherty as that real quarterback style halfback flanker and it looks like it could be an absolute swap and we're going to be playing uh, Doc a lot more through the midfield yeah I'm not upset with putting uh, Doherty you know in the midfield on Neither a wing uh, gives him a bit more creativity and we've got we've got, we've got Newman we've got Saad you know if they're going to play Williams we've got we've got plenty of run off the back you know you've got um, Tom Williams and there's plenty of halfbackers. That yep. we're, they, we're certainly we're certainly not struggling for halfback flankers. No, I think I think Doherty played a bit more freedom, and I think it suited the game, and I think he hit his targets better. Yep. As a result of that, so decent move. Um, Bradley Pitts. We, what's giving him the Bradley Pitts? Carlton. Yeah, yep. I think we'll just leave it at that. Carlton being yep. Carlton, and of course, no Carlton reserves game. No, it was a bye. Disappointing, which is a, isn't it? Because you, you it's really a real pity, especially with a game like that. You want to look to the VFL and. You know, at least generate some conversation and enthusiasm and yep. excitement about who could possibly come in for, for a poor performance. Yeah, well, coming off a loss in the seniors, you don't want to have had your VFL team in the bye. No. Come off a win, it doesn't matter so much. Yep. You're not, you don't care. Um, you're not looking to replace players that way. 
but after a loss, you want to see what those fringe players or those playing the twos have given and whether they're a chance for selection. So, yeah, bad timing. So, selection, like again. we said, we've got Hawthorne this week at the MCG on Saturday. Uh, on the back of the fact that we didn't have any VFL to go on to, to assess potential ins. Makes it a lot harder, doesn't yeah. it? So, let's talk about who is potentially in just coming off... Well, Players so, that missed out. Yeah, so Silvani will be back from injury, yep. and he would be in the seniors if he hadn't been concussed and missed that mandatory week. We've got Jack Martin, who we're being told is a chance to play. I'm not so sure you bring Jack Martin in without any VFL or reserves football. What are your thoughts on that? Um, How long? He's been off for a while now. I just he? hope I hope the clubs, you know, I hope they're not rushing him back because... We are going, you know, the, the club's good at, they know how to read the supporters and they know there's, we're restless. I hope they're not trying to bring players back, especially someone that's so injury prone with soft tissue yeah, injury and like he has Martin. been brought back and has gone out with the same injury. So I'd be, I think I said it a few weeks ago, I'd be treating him, um, uh, wrapping cotton him in wool. cotton wool. So. And maybe they have, but does he get, does he need a game in the twos before he gets? I think he's good enough. I think he's good enough. He's not a player that's a fringe player by any means. So I'd be. So your body's right, even if, if fitness, his body's right, his fitness will be down, and that's just natural when you've yeah. been out for that long. But I'd be bringing. I'd be happy to. I'd be very comfortable to bring Martin. I mean, in. he is a class player. We yes. know that he probably yeah. doesn't need to find his touch as much as other players. No, there are certain do. there are certain players that don't need to play. It'll just be that fitness thing, and that. whether we're prepared, he, you know, to give him seventy percent game time and understand that uh, he's not quite there. But, yeah, Perhaps he's it. definitely a consideration. TDK yep. has, to, has come to come in. He has to come in, yep. yeah. It's yep. unfortunate, again, he didn't get another run at it, but which you know doesn't do his chances any better. No. In terms of you know getting match fitness, because he wasn't selected. Mm. You know, last week, does he get selected this week with no VFL game? Well, I think it's just an, uh, another really poor performance by Casbolt isn't hurting TDK. I have to say, congratulations, TDK. 150 games. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, know, Carlton he's, look, supporter, he's been 150 Carlton games. He's been a really, up. really handy player, and at times a really, really good footballer. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, I like Levi Casbell. Don't get me wrong, but he has had a very poor 2021. Anyone who says otherwise, they're kidding themselves. They're joking. Yeah, and we've got to call a spade a spade. Yeah, so absolutely, and he didn't yeah. provide yeah. much. Congrats on your 150. On um, I'm sure he, if he could have this season all over again, he would. SPS. It's the same conundrum, isn't it? I wouldn't see. I'd. Um, no. no. Not when he's he got to play VFL? Yeah, he needs to play VFL. Yep. Okay, so yep. if we're looking at that, we're talking about those potential ins, and mm-hmm. obviously there are a few others, but we don't really want to go back on Kennedy, Dow. No. Um, Though Dow's a bit stiff, isn't he? I mean, you know, played the... When he got injured pretty early. Yeah. And, and yeah, hasn't, hasn't had another shot at it. He missed through injury, not yeah. through, uh, you know form he had earlier but his last out was uh, through injury rather so than you, a bad game will Carlton go on that kind of in that kind of line of thinking that well maybe maybe because so I think Dow's probably a good he got, he got he had he got a good pre-season in yep he's been selected when he's been fit mostly he's dropped maybe and Teague likes once. Dow and Teague likes him so yeah. there's no reason why he's not there under consideration the extra week off is not going to have hurt his chances I'd be I'd be thinking Dow's coming in yeah yep all right, well, let's have a look then. If we're saying that, so we'll throw Dow there under pressure. I think we've got Mick Givens. Clearly, he was yeah. the medical sub. He wasn't obviously named in the team, so he won't be dropped, but no. he got you know, most of the game. You know, he got uh, oh, yeah. seven-eighths of the game of football More, yeah, to play, yeah, and 
didn't produce much more than what he had been. He was no. very similar in vain. So he was the 23rd man. You'd think he's the most likely to go based on selection that way. It's, it's a shame. We really like Mickey. Yeah. I, I, and that's I, right. He'll, be, he'll, he'll bounce back. He will, you know, like, but he's... And it might be the best thing for him, confidence. He's, he's, he's been down, but not terribly down. No. Just down on his averages and yep. what his role needs to be in the team. And for and we know he can play now. in the VFL. So he can play all right He's in the pretty, VFL. Pretty he goes all right. Yeah, so it might not be the worst thing for him to go back for one week, dominate, come back in with a bit of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Bit of renewed energy, which we've seen with players like Eddie Betts this year. Levi Casbolt, I think he just has to be in trouble. They're both disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, has to be. The, the the thing is structurally we've said this every time he's been saved because of he's been saved because of structure because but, of McGovern getting injured because yeah. of uh, but Silvani, TDK Silvani comes back this yeah. week and you've got TDK who should be yeah, ready I think to roll and it's meant to be a good day weather wise on Saturday yeah. dry game of football which is a shame because when Casbolt's on you know he's one of the best mark, contested marks in the game but are you going in with confidence about after his form this year that he's going to be clunking him. Yeah. Do you want to see what we've seen so far of Casbolt in 2021, which is probably what we're likely to get yep. if they play him? Or do you want to see TDK come in, understanding that he's down on fitness, uh, touch, confidence will probably be a bit lower there, and he might not get as much might game not be time. The, probably Hawthorne might be a good one to... I'm, yeah, I'm, you know what, I'm pretty... And he's going to be playing... I don't think they're going to drop pit nets, so uh, yep. I think he will be playing. If they do bring him in, it will be the 40 70% forward, 30%. Ruck, yep. um, and obviously throw in some bench time there, but working off those sort of percentages that way. I want to see TDK in that forward line yep. on a dry day. I think we all do. Saturday. Yep. Luke Parks. You clapped him. I clapped him. Uh, I clapped him because of his endeavour, you know, yep. more so than his, than his output there. And obviously we assess differently based on, you know, class. I, I wouldn't be dropping him because of a poor performance, but if there's better players to come in, then yes, I think he should be replaced. But I'm, um, I'm big on playing. Have we? We haven't really identified those players in the back line, though, have we? The no. Potential ends. No. We're not. We're not talking about Williamson. No. So, which would be someone probably competing for a similar spot. So, so Parks might be lucky this week. So he might stay. Uh, the other one again in the same sort of uh, situation. Lockie Plowman. Yeah. He's got to be talked about, doesn't he? Oh, he's yeah, absolutely getting talked yeah. about. He's a whipping boy for for a lot of Carlton supporters, but for a lot of reason yep. as well a lot of the time. We, you and I, we always bang on about how it's very hard to, you know, um, review, analyse, evaluate his games. Um, he had a shit-ass game. I've noticed the last two weeks he's been ordered. He was no good. Yep. So that was clear as day. Um, the the like you said, haters like we've indicated there, there, aren't, justified. there aren't players to come in. Necessarily to come in for him. Yeah, and look, I I, I don't think he'll be dropped. I think no. he needs to be there for consideration because I don't think this uh, match committee will do that for whatever reason. And you know, we know yeah. he gets valued very highly, you know, at the club internally that way. I don't think his name will be up there for as a potential omission. But for us supporters and those who watch the game win week in week out, I think it's fair for us to to question his place. In the team, based off his last couple of weeks, especially. Oh, it will be interesting, um, and we'll see how it goes. I just want to touch on with something we didn't talk about is the Crips injury. Yeah, and and David Teague. Yep. What's your th- What's your thoughts on that? It's a really it's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing it's, situation. It's embarrassing, and it just. I mean, I'm not. I'm a bit surprised you didn't bring it up in your uh, glass half empty well, and talk about. I really. Of- do you know what? It was kind of that was going to be one of my main things because it, I think it's showing a real disconnects between the clubs. So essentially what's happened, for anyone who doesn't know, is that the 
Carlton officials contacted the Sunday footy show to inform them that, that uh, Cripps had been playing with a fracture in the back. Teague has then had, had a weird press conference where he's... Very odd. Basically said um, he was treated for something, but he didn't know what it was. And it was Yeah, he said he said earlier in the year he did, but he was all fine now for the last, you know, I yeah. think after round three or so, he's been... But also said, fine. I'm not exactly sure what yeah. entirely what it was. So... I mean, that, there's a huge issue. I mean, that was... I think Teague's come out and said he was trying to kind of preserve the player a little bit and the, and the privacy around that kind of... Maybe didn't want to give too much away. But there's not the one message coming from the club, which no. is an issue. So why wouldn't... I mean, you've got to be telling Teague that you're doing... I mean, that just doesn't look good. I mean, we're not... Amateur we're not doing hour. well. We're not doing well on the field. It doesn't look good when things like this happen off the field. It shows there is a, a big disconnect at the club, potentially. It looks like a shambles. So let's talk about Justin Leppich, because that's coming yeah, well, out Well, that's today. exactly right. So, and then yep. David T coming out, and then apologising for doing it. It's it It's embarrassing. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's embarrassing, and you're right. Compounded by the fact we've been losing football games. Yeah. We'd be treating it differently, I think, if we were uh, you know, in the top four and winning games, we'd probably laugh it off a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, Oh, everything's it's, on the magnifying glasses. Yeah, right? harder to take when it's this way. And yeah, you go on about leopards, a similar scenario. Yeah, I mean, so sounds. we're talking about, we've, Leopard, well, who obviously was the, it was the Brisbane coach, got got fired from that, was at Richmond as an assistant during their you know, great success. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's now taken a year off, and they're talking about Carlton have offered him... He's been in the media, the, and he's... Yep, being doing a very good job. He's taking a year off you can actually actually listen from to. the actual footy club, so it looks like Carlton have offered him a, either a spot on the board. And this is the reporting we're getting. So how accurate yeah. is? But on the assumption, or that as an assistant coach, yeah. So on the assumption that the reporting is accurate, supposedly Chris Judd was in his ear last week. Yep, about taking his place on the board, which to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense no. in its own. That um. Justin Leppard with no connection or ties to the club is going to take and that... But is that, can a, just, maybe is that a good, is that a good thing, over. though, maybe? Oh, well, we yeah. talk about this old, the old yeah, culture yeah. And, and... But it's, it's, it's unusual. You get mm. your paid employees are the ones that don't necessarily support the clubs. Uh, support the club. Those with the business acumen, those with the knowledge of running successful businesses, organisations, and volunteer their time to do it, generally have the passion of supporting yeah, the absolutely. club. Yeah, They're going absolutely. to do it. It's on a volunteer... Capacity. So the assistant coach makes sense to me because... Yeah, but then we hear that he's been approached to become an assistant coach. So, you know, it's Which would make desperate. more sense. Just but, come to our club, a water boy, whatever. Like, I mean, you're right. And, and, and look, left hand talking to the right hand in exactly, terms of yeah. that one key message coming from the club when we're not seeing it. I think if there's any truth to him being offered a, an assistant coach role, as I think most Carlton supporters would know that at the end of the year, there's going to be a ma- massive change in the assistant coaching role at Carlton. We've got Amos there at the moment, Stanton, Bruce. Barker. Barker, who's been there for 12 years. We haven't performed well with him at the moment, and I think there will be a change. There, will, there will be change, but this is just embarrassing. I mean, we've been embarrassed on the field a few times this year. Let's avoid the off-field yeah, embarrassments. We don't, we don't deserve the two, do we? Long-suffering Carlton supporters. Yeah, well said. <laughs> well, I reckon that about ties us up unless you've got anything else. No, nah, that's about the show. It for... Yeah, probably a bit flat, but uh, look, get a win over Hawthorne. It can all turn again and it'll be a better podcast and we'll be in a happier mood to do it, I think. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> I don't want to uh, consider... I, I don't even want to think about it. No, it'll be a fiery one. It'll be a real yeah. fiery one if, 
And let's hope let's hope it's a fiery game on Saturday. Yeah. Come out with a bit of show passion. some spirit. And it's like get back to that Essendon game where you showed some spirit yeah. and you gave us something. But it, and does it, that concerns me? We we turn it on for one week out of six when we want to show a bit of heart, and I think we're just going to do a bit more. Yeah, a lot more. A lot more would be good. All right, Chris. All right, Andy. Thanks for listening, everybody. We are the, the Blue, Blue Baggers. Baggers.